Hello and welcome to another episode of Africa's Victors, where we retell stories found within Africa's history. My name's Corridi and today we are travelling to the Kingdom of Kush, which we know today as Sudan. Apologies if I mispronounce any of the names or places. Okay, let's go. So today we are telling the story of Queen Amani Rainus, who is arguably one of the greatest queens in African history, but specifically would be one of the greatest queens within the kingdom of Kush. So Queen Amani Rainus was a queen mother, um, also known as uh, Kandike. That is how they used to refer to their queens and queen mothers and also Candice. So the name Candice, which is quite popular in America, derived from this word, this reference to the queen mother in the Kush kingdom. She reigned over the kingdom between 40 BC and 10 BC. So why was Queen Amani Rhenus known as the greatest queen or an amazing queen? Well, she reigned during the time that the Roman Empire was expanding and growing and it was making its way to Africa. It had just taken over Egypt and was really looking to expand into the rest of the African region. So of course Queen Amani Rhenus monitored the situation and one of the first things that happened was the Romans imposed attacks on the Kushites. Problematic. Some accounts show that the Roman army had their eyes on the southern area of Aswan. So the kingdom of Kush shared a border with Egypt and the northern part of Aswan was within the Egyptian jurisdiction, but the southern part was in the Kush jurisdiction. And Aswan was known to have some gold. So in return for not encroaching onto the southern part of Aswan, the Romans decided that they would tax the Kushites instead. Can we just take a moment to really let that sink in? <laughs> I'm sorry. You want to encroach onto my land. I said no. And you said, okay, okay, okay. I won't, I won't come on your land, but you have to give me money. What? Excuse me? I believe this is what we call throwing your weight around because we know the Roman army to be arguably at the time the most advanced and equipped army of its time. You see, the Romans had conquered many regions. Their empire was vast. They had taken over many parts of Europe, all the way into the Middle East and as far as they were concerned this was just another region that they would add to their wonderful collection of countries. 
But you see, the problem with throwing your weight around is at some point, someone's not going to take it. And this time, that person was going to be Queen Amani Rainus. She didn't care who the Romans were. She didn't care about their accomplishments. She didn't care that they had taken over Egypt under Cleopatra as well. She didn't care. Legend has it that during negotiations with the Romans, the Kushites came with a gift of gold arrows and they said, this is a gift from the Candice. If you want peace, this is a token of her warmth and friendship. If you want war, keep the arrows because you're going to need them. Girl, (laughs) can you imagine that kind of fighting talk in the words of my fellow Nigerians? I'm sure the Romans would have been like, but do you know who I am? And basically Queen Amani Rainus was saying, I don't care. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I love it. I think what I've taken away so far is that nothing and no one should make you cower in fear. Queen Amani Rainus didn't care who the Roman army were or who they thought they were. As far as she was concerned, if you're on my territory or if you're threatening my territory and my people, you're going to have to go through me. And I think that's the kind of vim and the kind of energy that we all need So clearly the talks broke down because Queen Amani Rhenus decided to lead an army of 30,000 men into Egypt to battle the Romans. Some accounts suggest that this battle was triggered by the Romans losing their focus. So other conflicts in other parts of their empire came up and they had to attend to them. Queen Amani Rhenus decided to use that as an opportune moment to attack the Romans. What I find interesting about that is she would have been ready. It meant that they were ready before this moment came about. She was waiting for an opportune time to arise so that she could take on the Romans. I think there's a lesson in that. We need to stay ready. We need to be ready so that when the opportunity arises for us to be able to take advantage of any situation, we will be ready. As human beings, we tend to do things the other way around. We say that when an opportunity arises, then we'll do what we need to do to take advantage of it. But many a times, by then we're too late. Let's take the example of the 2008 economic crisis. Many people lost out, but equally many people gained. And that was because they were already ready before the opportunity arose. Those who gained in 2008 after the economic crisis were those who already had pots of money saved up and use the economic crisis as an opportunity to buy land and houses that became ridiculously cheap as a result of the crash. Now, it's not for 
the 2008 crisis to happen for you to start saying, oh, let me start saving. It's too late, my friend. You have, you have missed out. You have lost out. <laughs> so what I'm seeing here from Queen Amani Reynas is that you need to be ready so that when opportunities come, you can take advantage of them. Whew, amazing. The Romans tried to retaliate, but it was to no avail. After three long years of back and forth, fighting and negotiations, the Romans decided to retreat. They decided to withdraw their forts, give the land back to the Kushites and rescind the tax. Queen Amani Rhenus had defeated the greatest army of her time, the Romans. I think it's also important to realise that Queen Amani Rhenus, even though she was fearless and ready to take on the Roman army, she wasn't stupid. Like, she didn't decide that, oh, I'm just going to go and see what happens. You know, she waited for the opportune time. I think she waited when she knew she had an advantage before she decided to attack. She wasn't out here trying to start a war that she wasn't going to win. She knew her moment would come and she was patient. I think we have a tendency to sometimes start something prematurely. If I take the example of Vimoye, the educational organisation that I have just started, there were many moments over the last few years where I was just really frustrated and just wanted to start. I knew I wanted to do something in Africa, so I thought, why not just start? You know, I'd seen memes and... (laughs) Oh, I'm laughing because the very concept or idea that memes were the the form of motivation that would have allowed me to jump the gun is hilarious. Um, but I'd seen memes and heard quotes here and there that suggested that I should just start and it will all come together. At one point, I remember calling my best mate and saying, that's it. I'm moving. I'm moving to Nigeria and I'll figure it out. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It took listening to wise counsel and further research for me to realise that I would be most effective if I had a plan and a strategy in place. Obviously, some people take it too far and they allow their need for a plan and a strategy to eventually stop them from actually ever doing anything. But I think Queen Amani Rainus has shown us that it's important for us to find a balance. We need to be patient, we need to have a plan, but we also need to wait for an opportune time and find that opportune time for us to do whatever it is that we want to do. The Queen is remembered for her ability to lead from the front. She fought with her people and her soldiers to the point where we know that she actually lost an eye in one of these combats between the Kush people and the Romans. 
I think what's amazing about that, or what's really a good takeaway here, is that she allowed her action to match her energy. I think we live in a generation where it's like energy, energy, yeah, come with all the energy. But then when it comes to action, there's nothing. Queen Amani Reynas said what she said and did what she had to do to back up what she said. She's also known for destroying the statues of Caesar that were found in the provinces that she infiltrated and attacked. She took one of the heads of one of the statues and buried it under the floor of the temple in the Kushite kingdom so that the Kushites could tread over it and basically symbolically weaken the Roman Empire. (laughs) And the third thing she's known for is actually taking Romans as hostages and enslaving them. Well, the ones that she came across in her battles. That is mad to me. This small kingdom, well, in comparison to the empire that was the Roman Empire, was able to do this kind of damage? The crazy thing is the full extent of the Roman humiliation isn't even fully known because parts of the Meroitic script hasn't been fully decoded. Wow, what a story. Princess Amani Reynas has really shown us how we can succeed in this life. You know, (laughs) we need to be fearless. We need to have a strategy before the opportunity arises. And when the opportunity arises, we must take action. Well, that's it from me. I hope you enjoyed the story as much as I did. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram using the at the Vimoye, V-E-M-O-Y-E Foundation. We'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you think about our stories, whether there's anybody you'd like us to cover and what your takeaways have been when you listen to the story. That's it from me today. And remember... Queen Amanurinus backed up her words with action, but only when she had a strategy and the opportune time arose. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you again soon. Bye.